the gutter trash spooktacular episode 2013 part two that was a mouthful and i'm gonna keep talking <laughs> curse of the devil my name is eric hi i'm jason hello what's up buddy oh. happy happy halloween happy halloween week two week, yeah uh, how's it uh, how's it uh, how's it going how's your halloween going so far it's good i like the month of halloween and uh <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing all kinds of Halloween episodes. It's awesome. Yeah, we've explained this already. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, most people don't listen to more than one episode. Nor should they. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is part two. Part two. I've uh, seen Halloween decorations come up now, so that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the proper month to do it. I saw. Yeah. I saw Christmas decorations the other day. I've seen. Yeah. 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 Alright. Hey, we have guests. Yeah, we do. Uh, Returning. Third year in a row? Fourth year? Fourth, I think. Wow. I think he was our first guest ever. He was? No? I'm pretty sure he was? No, Pat was, wasn't he? Was he? Wow. Fuck, I can't remember. Who knows? I remember we watched The Wrestler. That may have been the first one. I think Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Are we sure we didn't have that on? <laughs> Nobody. Okay, yeah. alright. I'm just Nobody saying knows. that I think it's a shame that this was our first guest ever. <laughs> and that he has re- appeared so many times on this show. And even guest hosted an episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, we need a bit of a circle of friends, I think, is, <laughs> is what we're getting at. Uh, oh. The Halloween maven himself, Matt Brasfield's here. That's hey. right. And I've been conned. Into being on this show for you. <laughs> All right, we love every minute that you're here. But thank you. I, I enjoy being here. I think it's too bad you're not here all the time. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a crime. <laughs> but not just Matt. No, we have a first. Well, almost a first for us. Because uh, because we did do uh, the the 200th episode where we had like 39 people right uh, in the room with us. Uh, but but that was a different kind of thing. We weren't talking about one specific uh, topic. Uh, but uh, here, for the first time, speaking about one specific movie. Yeah, because we're just going to talk about that movie. Oh, sure. we're really good at just well, keeping on track. <laughs> it's the illusion. Oh, right? yeah, okay. Don't break the illusion. <laughs> right. uh, we have with us a second guest. A second time guest as well. He appeared on the 200th episode. Uh, Stephen Alexander is here. Hello, friends. Hi, buddy. Hello. I can't wait to talk about Paul Nashi and just what we, what we just, <laughs> what we just saw. Paul Nashi. freaking I know, amazing. It, for some reason, it was like torture when we, we told that we were like, oh yeah, by the way, Stephen, we don't really talk about the movie during the movie or right after the movie. We wait until the show and he's like, <laughs> I really just want to get out how many times Paul Nashi made love to women in that movie. <laughs> There was three. <laughs> there was several almost fourths. <laughs> and I think there would have been if it would have been a little If he would have been here with there. us. Yeah. <laughs> there would have been a fourth. There would have been four ladies to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> We've all printed ourselves up. For Mr. Nash. I will say you two are the most fidgety people that I've ever been in my house. My, my back was hurt, and I couldn't help it. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't help because of how great the movie was. I just had to fidget. Oh, that's a spoiler. He I had loves to, it. He loves there was it. a lot of shocking things going on. I had to like. 
You were, did, you, did you hide your eyes several you times? Scared when he crushed that dude's head with the rock. Oh my god, that was brutal. Spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. Oh, we're not oh. talking about the movie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or how about every time they show him, he'd always grin. Like, did anyone else know that? that they'd show the werewolf, and he'd be like, eh. yeah, oh, yeah. Every time. He was a happy werewolf. Yeah, like, look at my fangs. They spent upwards of $10 on those teeth. They I needed I to show them off. I don't know. I feel like that was one of the better 70s werewolves I've seen. It was a good-looking werewolf. Yeah. It's an okay werewolf. Yeah, the design on it, I thought. Was For the good. time. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, I mean, it's just a slightly slicked-up version of the Lon Chaney wolfman. Yeah, the, yeah. the transformation could use some work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in some scenes, there was a couple of them that I think that it worked, and then other ones just seemed rush. Like, like some of the transformations like looked good. Three transitions. Yeah, yeah and then they just were like, "Hurry it up!" You <laughs> well, know what I, I mean? Like, that, that, I like, okay, I like it when he transitions, like kind of in the shadows, and his hand just reaches up on the table. Right. But, but like whenever he's like chasing the girl, and he sees the moon, and he's all fidgety, and all of a sudden he stands well, he perfectly forgot. still. Right. And the, he's perfectly still for the entire transformation, <laughs> and it's back to being all jittery. <laughs> Again, like, oh, well, yeah. you forgot to. He rips his shirt up, and he's uh, about yeah, to yeah. transform. Well, Paul Natchi, you know, Terrible former shirt. bodybuilder, has to show what he's got. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the, uh, I mean, it, it, it was slightly better than the Lon Chaney, you know, transformations in which he would, you know, perfectly sit still in a chair, right? Yeah, and then do the yeah. transformation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think it was about the same. I mean, uh, they, well, he I just mean, stood there. Straight face. Yeah, but at least you know beforehand he was running. <laughs> I know it just looked like he. It looked like he paused for a driver's license photo, and like he's <laughs> against this background, and then like he changes and then like he takes off. But don't get me wrong, I liked it. I liked it too. I, I thought it was good. I like Paul Natchi, so I thought I enjoyed it thoroughly. Honestly, guess who's in the minority? <laughs> See, I always, uh, <laughs> I always I feel that like Paul Natchi, especially the early Paul Natchi films, always seem like a mix between drama, Hammer horror films, and Universal monster films. It's like they just yeah. took all that and stuck it into a pot and stirred it up, and, and, and that's what you got. And yeah. like maybe like two parts Hammer because yep. it, it really they did have a little Hammer. Oh yeah, it's well the the costumes yeah, and the, the large chested women okay. and. <laughs> Can we talk about the gore for a second? All right, the melted crayon blood. Yeah, that's what I was say. <laughs> or like, like thick paint, <laughs> orange paint, thick orange paint at some parts. There were some parts where it actually looked really good, you know, like like on the it ladies' looked, necks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, well, it looked like because it was like chunky, so it looked like yeah. there was like chunks. But sometimes he would like, you know, he would maul somebody, and it looked like it looked like they just piled a bunch of stuff on. <laughs> Like extra stuff <laughs> yeah. on like someone. Uh, There's a bunch of extra victims. latex. Just that guy that got the face. Yeah, the face? he got yeah. his face, or like I don't know what actually happened to him, but like he's <laughs> yeah, face he's down, and then he turns, and it's got he's yeah. got like basically plastic on his face, <laughs> right? Red plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think as a kid, I would like I wouldn't have even realized that how fake that looked. I would have been like, it's awesome. He's bleeding a lot. Oh of yeah, right. True. Yeah, and I think for the time it worked. I mean, right. if you yeah, even yeah. look at again, uh, going back to Hammer films, the Hammer blood looks always very similar to what that did. It's always the either like the really painy or you know, like you said, even melted crayon. It, it has still that looks look. Than, uh, like you know, Dawn of the Dead blood, which was like hot pink. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah, really, <laughs> yeah. It was really pinkish. Yeah, from former guest uh, Tom Savini. Yeah, he's been. <laughs> <laughs> <A> former <laughs> former gutter trash alumni yeah. <laughs> Tom Savini. 
Good on the show. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. 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 He told us a story about how he was the uh, first male uh, roller skating uh, drive-in uh, waiter. Wow. Kurt. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, he told Kurt. He told Kurt Dins on well, location. Kurt is the unofficial member of your guys's team. Yeah, you he, know he does our micro he's, interviews. He's our Anderson Cooper. That's he's right. in the field. Yeah. yeah. See, so yeah, he's he's part of the team. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, you yeah. know, so, Tom Savini, you know, uh, John Carpenter, they've all been guests on our <laughs> show just for twenty seconds at a time. <laughs> and neither one of us would neither one of them would recognize us. <laughs> if they bumped into us. Oh, yeah, thanks for doing... Do, do I know you? Yeah. <laughs> or even Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least they, they might. There's a glimmer of recognition. Maybe, yeah. Is it a 70s thing to do all full frontal? Like, is that a, is that a 70s thing? I, think I, it's I haven't a, seen a lot of stuff. I think it's a Spanish... Is it a Spanish it's a European, European uh, horror film kind of thing. It happened a lot. No, I ain't complaining. I'm just saying... You wanted more... They just kind of, like... You want, more, you want more backsides. You're like, it's all full frontal. There's no backsides. There's no asses. There was no asses. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Speaking as an ass man. You noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have used some. I still think the greatest <laughs> moment when he scores with the chick is definitely the sister who's like, I came here a virgin and I'm not leaving one. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, go away. And then she just walks in naked and he's like, well, oh, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Where? Where? <laughs> A psycho dude just attacked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and his corpse is still in the room. Like they don't, sh- they don't show him. Well, no, they, well, he, he, no, he ran out the window. Her, her yeah, he jumped out the window. Yeah. Oh, and then, then they find uh, his body. That's the one that has the maggots on its face. And oh, I didn't notice he jumped out the window. Torgo from uh, Manos the Hands of Fate. Yeah, <laughs> I missed him. Jim, I, must like have, him. I must have like grabbed a crab rangoon right at the same time. Nah, you probably fell asleep around that time. Ah, no, I didn't fall asleep at all. I did. <laughs> I noticed. Yep. Steve noticed. <laughs> but I, I, you know, that is one thing. I, even when we discussed about doing a Natchez film, they're very slow moving. I don't mind that at all. Uh, well, and I think they're atmosphere pieces. Like he, he always slowly builds the story, and most of them always have the same payout. You know, Paul Natchez as the werewolf gets killed by the 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 beautiful girl who he falls in love with that he just meets in the movie. It's it's the, always the same formula, right. but that's part of the Waldemar Daninsky folklore is that each movie, while they're all Wa- we know Waldemar Daninsky films, each Waldemar Daninsky is not the same. It's like the generation of the bloodline, so it just keeps okay. going down, and each one's a different werewolf, yeah, I was gonna werewolf say and the- different person, different age, different era, different, everything about it is yeah. different. I was going to say about like the, the backgrounds and the sets and stuff were awesome. Oh, yeah. They Amazing. fit so well. Oh, even yeah. the costumes were that great. That was costumes, yeah. I mean, that's probably my favorite part is like how everything looked. Yeah. Like, like everything amazing. just looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that opening scene even with the knights, I, I don't know, it just felt <laughs> yeah. really, um, I don't know what the right word, <laughs> even like Renaissance it fair. Right. It felt right. But yeah, it felt so right because the location, you know, they're in Spain, and you know what I mean. So it felt like it was like, oh, okay, I could see this, you the, know. The night scene felt kind of real too because of how clunky it was. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're just kind of swinging around trying to hit each other. Paul Natchez. I love that man. I love him now. Everyone should love Paul Natchez. The women love Paul Natchez. Every Paul Natchez movie, he he just gets it on with girl after girl after girl. <laughs> I did and, read on the, uh, the back of the DVD case, there were two sex scenes in this movie that were not originally seen before now. Really? Oh, so two. They, they were in that one? They were uh-huh. in this one? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
So we got to see two brand new sex scenes. Nice. <laughs> of Natchy. Uncut. Right. Uncut Natchy sex scenes. Yeah. That's all I need in my life. Every day. Well, if you were <laughs> directing a movie that you were starring in, you would write in some sex scenes. Oh, absolutely. Well, well I didn't direct those. Yeah. And, and uh, some of them. a lot of them, right? He... Well, the thing about Paul Natchez is the expert is over that way. The thing about Paul Natchez is he did write and direct a lot of stuff, but he wouldn't use the name, so it would be a different name because he didn't want his name like all over credits. So he would so write it as somebody else. Did he, he direct this one? That I don't know. I don't know on this one if he he did. I okay. think he wrote it. I don't think he. Well, he wrote it. it. Well, he wrote it. So there you go. Well, I did look at the the IMDb page, and uh, it did say he wrote it. Yeah. Uh, but the the credited director is Charles Arad or something like that. Yeah, I don't think he I don't think he did. I think he wrote it, but I don't think he directed this one. I mean, there's been other directors like um, the movie that you were talking about. By the way, that you other Paul Natchez movie you've seen was called Tomb of the Werewolf. Because the more I thought about it, that sounds right. It's Tomb of the Werewolf, okay. and that was directed by like Fred Olin Ray, who was like you know B movie schlock master in the United States. Like he directed that movie, which is actually the final. Walter Mordaninsky movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that yeah, was the I, last I, one. Because I've seen. I was telling you before when I had you pick the movie. I had seen two Paul Nashie movies before. I really enjoyed both of them. One of them legitimately, and one of them because I thought it was just kind of fun and dumb and weird. And, yeah. Um, this one I think kind of straddled the lines between yeah. those two. Like it wasn't as awesome as the awesome one, which was it, a Night of the Werewolf. But it wasn't as like dumb and weird as. Like the one that had like domin- dominatrix, uh, living slave girls and stuff, and and the one that you, I'm pretty sure it's Tomb of the Werewolf because it, it had the uh, like camera crew that comes to the castle, correct? And I, they're... I don't remember a camera crew, but it's been a long time. Okay, because I'm thinking it's Tomb of the Werewolf because all the dominatrix stuff and all that is sounding like a Fred the Fred Olin Ray version, <laughs> <laughs> which is sad that you know Paul Natchy, who's this iconic Spanish director of horror yeah. films and then he you know the last Sneaked movie up. well and the last sleeping. the last movie that he does is with some B movie schlock guy who probably put three grand in the whole movie you know and that's not no dig at Fred Olin Ray I mean because I, I understand he's a fan you know and he you get to work with Paul Natchez and you get to make the final movie of course but it just didn't have the same feel for him hmm Hmm. 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 So this is a werewolf movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we never did say what it was about. <laughs> oh, we were talking about. Oh, we never told the plot. Okay. Oh. Uh, well, let's let Eric tell the plot. Uh, go, go, Eric. Uh, it's a werewolf movie. <laughs> Come on, get a little better. Okay, than it's that. a werewolf movie, and every werewolf movie I've seen is exactly the same, except for Teen Wolf, uh, which is the most superior werewolf movie. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Uh, No, it's about a. uh, It starts out with a uh, two knights fighting, and uh, uh, one of the knights is a uh, uh, the master of a satanic coven of witches, and he gets killed. Uh, So the uh, the witches then uh, curse his killer's entire bloodline, which uh, eventually goes down to uh, Valdemar Daninsky who somehow fulfills the prophecy of the curse by killing one of their own, and uh, he becomes a werewolf. Uh, 
There's also some extra hubbub about a guy in a full body stocking who <laughs> that raped guy. some naked women. And, that guy. Uh, well, I think he raped them. They were pretty willing. Huh? I forgot about that guy. Yeah. yeah. They were pretty willing. I think that was supposed to be Satan. Yeah. They were given themselves to him. Yeah. <laughs> they, he was, they actually, that was a choosing process. If remember. It was, yeah. yeah. They were selecting who was who was going to get to be the girl to, to pass on the curse to, yeah. to Valdemar. Oh, and, wow. and gets to make out with Valdemar. Right. Of course. Before. Of course. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. Make sweet, sweet love to <laughs> Dominsky. <laughs> uh, because ladies love a guy in a full gray body stocking. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else catch uh, one of the big things on those movies, the Natchy movies, is uh, the the name of the the knight and then his wife, the leader of the satanic cult. Uh, the name's weird, so I didn't it's, really Bathory. it's Elizabeth Bathory, right. which is throughout all those movies, they constantly reference Elizabeth Bathory. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> you, uh, you can tell me, uh, or you can ask. If I caught it, but uh, this is the, the only Paul Nashie movie I've ever seen, so I wouldn't know that. <laughs> and you're going to watch more, aren't you? No. <laughs> what? I'm good. Me and Jason, we're going to watch some more Paul Nashie movies. We're going to watch the other one, because, okay, Matt brought two of them. He brought one from the 90s? Yes. Where Paul Nashie is, like, in his 60s? 66, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, it was like 25 years or 20-something years after the one we just watched tonight. And you said, it's kind of weird, right? It's 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 the epitome of... The w- best way to describe it when the first time I seen it, and I was talking to my girlfriend, I said, it is the exact thing that you expect when you rented a direct-to-video movie in the early 90s. Okay. That's how it felt. I mean, like... The lighting, everything about it, I was like, this is like literally a direct video film in the 90s. Okay. But, I mean, it's it's hysterical. There's one scene, which I don't want to spoil it, especially since we're going to watch it, but there was one scene, like I said, that literally had me almost in tears, and I had to keep rewinding it, because it was so ridiculous. I'm down. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Ah, man. For our listener. Lycan like Tropo? Lycan, there you go. He's, he's on it. He, yeah. he wants to see I'm, it. I'm down. <laughs> I always say it, Ron. I always have a hard time saying the name of that one. Hmm. I had a train of thought. Lycanthropo. Lycanthrope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a play on words there. Uh-huh. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the deal with the guy in the movie um, that we just watched? Uh, he was kind of like the, I don't know, like soldiery guy that showed up in the town to like take police. Yeah, he's a policeman. He was a policeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like the the only police cop because he made the reference that he was the only one, and that's why he was having a hard time finding the the serial killer that was also in the loose. Yeah. Um, and he was having a hard time finding him because it's basically just him. That was a clever, clever, clever way to hide the the fact that the werewolf was killing people though too. Oh yeah, because there's a serial killer on the loose, so everybody's thinking. Yeah, the killer's killing everybody, but it's actually werewolf. Well, it was a good way to 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 throw it off too for from you know Waldemar's character, where his maid is clearly like a protector and watches over him, knows I that he's think, a werewolf. I feel like that was his mother. No, it was it was because he said your fa- your she she's, basically worked for his father. She's, too, she said she she's like his mother. Yeah, she's well, like, you're like a son yeah. to me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, in that she was protecting him. And yeah, it was a great way because, you know, she's telling him, oh no, you're just, you know, you got attacked by the killer and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this girl died 
yeah, you were there, but he knocked you out when it was, in right. fact, the werewolf she, that killed the girl. It's like she's in denial. Yeah. Right. Well, and definitely in the uh, overprotective, you know, like the creepy, like, my loved one can never do any wrong right. kind of kind of thing. I don't know that she was so much in denial as it was she was uh, trying to protect him, kind of trying to protect him a little bit, and, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it, uh, 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 you got nothing. It's <laughs> <neat. laughs> <laughs> too. I have done another podcast already. I'm, I'm out. I like how. Just uh, go to sleep. I like how we'll finish this <laughs> off. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Vladimir. <laughs> Waldemir? Waldemar? Voldemort. 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 I like how he's got this little, like, love shack in the middle of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> that he, he does. He, he used to, you know, play uh, Cowboys and Indians or whatever when he was a kid there. Uh, I guess it was before Cowboys and Indians well, in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he was a thinker. He was a free thinker. <laughs> no, but he used to play there when he was a kid, I guess, but now he Has plays there. Plays. Yeah. It's his playhouse now. He brings all the girls there. Well, and it's it's great because we should also uh, note that the, the first girl he gets it on with in the movie is this girl that makes it, who's the witch, and it makes it look like she's been raped by a bunch of guys. And then, like, the next scene is, like, her laying in bed with him. Yeah. Like, he don't give a shit. He's Walter Martin yeah, I feel like there was, a, there was a time lapse there we missed. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think, I think it was supposed to be a little later. <laughs> nah, like, I don't think so. A couple he's, hours later. He's a smooth operator, but he's not... <laughs> Baltimore's Baltimore just he knows what he wants. He is not a monster yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Baltimore just is a man who knows what he wants. He's like, baby, you've been raped. Come on up to my room. I'll make sweet love to you. (laughs) You'll forget all about it. There's a difference between rape, that's hate, and Walter Merninsky love. (laughs) It's uh. It's a little bit like an alcoholic with uh, you know, a little bit of hair of the dog. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> wow, he went there. Well, hair of the wolf, you mean the wolf. <laughs> hair of the wolf, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that, 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 awful. That's that, that was a little, that was a little, I mean, no, I'm not talking about that. I mean, like, that was, it was kind of weird because you're like, yeah, hopefully this is supposed to be, it didn't say like weeks, months yeah, later. No, well, and you know that the girl's full of shit because the witch has put her there, so they made her look like she was but beat up. It, but as far as just Paul. But for himself, yeah, yeah, one more yeah, Nisky knows, yeah. <laughs> He's scum. He deserved what he got. And I think Whoa. it's really, I think it's really strange, too, how they turn him into a werewolf. With the skull, it's like that a, a wolf like skull. Complex. Yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. like has to cut herself, and then the girl she bleeds on the skull, and then blood, she has right. to bite, bite him. And I mean, it's with the skull. And that was kind of cool, though, because it was different. Yeah, yeah. it was like, just like a Eric was saying, all of them are the same. Yeah, that was different. It was different. I will yeah. admit that. It even said so on the Wikipedia page that I read. What's that? What's what that? That it was like one of the most original. Werewolf Origins and oh, yeah. apparently the thirty nine fifty movies that he made. <laughs> he was like getting bored. He's like, ah, what can I do now? This was the seventh movie in the series, according to, to the wow. Wikipedia page. Are really that many? Thirty nine? Uh, I don't know how many. They're not thirty nine. Oh, okay. no. But this, yeah, there's a lot of them. That okay. Let me say this because uh, because I did read the the Wikipedia page uh, while the movie was going uh, to keep my interest up and. Uh, <laughs> Man, it uh, it said this was the seventh, uh, but then uh, it also said this movie took place in 1972, mm-hmm. and then it also said 
that uh, the end of the movie had Countess Bathory revived to battle the werewolf in like a big climax scene. Huh, that's, that's, not right. that's uh, Werewolf Shadow. That's the ending of Werewolf Shadow, or Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman. Okay. That's what that, and what they were describing there, that's that movie, because that's the whole plot that of that a, movie. Is that another Nachi movie? <laughs> yeah, it's another Paul Nachi movie. I cannot believe that anyone would just put wrong information on Wikipedia it's, like that. It's gotta be a first. It's gotta be a first. Yeah. I mean, I'm upset now. Yeah. But the one thing I will say, though... It, there, for the witches putting the curse on him, there is no real payout between Waldemar Daninsky and the witches. The witches curse him, and then they just kind of disappear. Well, like, he also doesn't really know that they're there. Either. Of course, of course. But, like, even as a viewer, like, once they bite, that's it. Like, you never hear... They don't even reference the witches again, besides, like, oh, he's been cursed. Well, that's, that's about it. Isn't that kind of common in, like... And that, that kind of like, you know, gypsy curse kind of story, though, the gypsy curse is somebody. Yeah. It just kind of I mean, away. even the, the Lon Chaney, uh, they pretty much kind of go away after he becomes. Besides, uh, I forget what her name woman. is. Yeah, she, she stays and tries to help him. Because right. then it just becomes his story. Like, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It would have been nice to have some sort of where he figures it out right. or something, you know, and. Like, Some sort of payout. Or, with he, it. or just like a scene where they're like hanging out and drinking. They're like, remember that time we fucked that guy up? <laughs> remember when we cursed the guy to be a werewolf? That was awesome. Oh, man. I think they could have used the, the policeman for that. They could, The policeman could have figured out that the witches had cursed him. Oh, yeah. But they just ended up just bashing his head with a rock. But, <laughs> but, but I do love also the fact that his like, driver, his stagecoach driver, is helping to find the killer. And then everyone's like, all of a sudden, they're like, there's a werewolf. And it has to be Walter Daninsky. And then they just murder the guy for no reason. <laughs> well, they think, they think that he knew all along or something. Yeah, yeah but he it, said that, yeah. But it's great because they're, like, upset because somebody is murdering people. Right. And then they're just like, we don't really have evidence, but we're just going to kill you well, anyway. Well, that's a good comment on just, like, the, you know, crowd, like, a, the mob, mob mentality. mentality, yeah. Like, they get caught up and they do the same thing that they're uh, And they killed, the, they killed the maid, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with a pitchfork <laughs> in the side, off screen. Yeah, what yeah. terrible people those villagers are! <laughs> horrible, horrible human beings. Mm-hmm. Speaking of gypsies, by the way, I was doing research on Wood, uh, Wood uh, what's it, Woodland Cemetery, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and that the king and queen of the gypsies yep. are buried there. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, that, that is fascinating, because apparently back way back, Dayton was a mecca for gypsies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I took a tour of Woodland, and they talked about that. Yeah, I, I was I was mesmerized by that. I was like, "Wow, we were the mecca of gypsies." Yeah. Did they show you where the graves were? Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they uh, the research I was doing too. They showed you and broke down like where they were at, like if you wanted to go there, and they actually own like a crypt too, like one of them's like a crypt. I'm like, wow, okay, they must have had some yeah. cashola oh, yeah, or something. Right. Yeah. King and Queen of the Gypsies. King and Queen of the Gypsies. Yeah, they didn't jip out when they got their gravestones. <laughs> Whoa, that's racist. That is racially insensitive. <laughs> to Gypsies? <laughs> to Gypsies, yes. There, are there still Gypsies? That is why. There is Gypsies. That's where the, the phrase... Well, no, I know. There's no... Still oh, yeah, there's still Gypsies. Oh, right. yeah. Absolutely. Gosh, I'm sorry, Gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> is it that... Is the only time we have ever apologized to any sort of ethnic group on the show. <laughs> and it's the gypsies. 
They didn't because they didn't. I didn't deserve know. It. I didn't know. Like, okay, that brings up a good moral question. If an entire race of people dies out, I mean, you might want to give it a couple years. But then, could you make racist jokes about those people because no one's around to be offended by it? Whew. That's a good question. Sure. <laughs> give it a couple years. Er- Eric's going with sure. <laughs> yeah. But but the gypsies aren't close to dying out. I thought Jason. they were gone. <laughs> they're not gone. No, yeah, they're not. Well, well, I figured if the king and the queen <laughs> are dead and buried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there was the prince and princess of the gypsies. Uh, it's like, right. All right. All right. Jeez, I'm sorry. Jeez, Jason. <laughs> oh, man. There's even reality shows about gypsies now. I don't Forgot watch TV. What? Neither do I, but I even know about that. Are you kidding? We just did a four-hour show earlier today about one TV show. You watch TV. I watched one episode of that on TV. <laughs> what show? Breaking Bad. No. Breaking Bad. Never seen it. No. It kind of sucked. Don't watch it. Yeah. Oh, it's not good. No. The first season, the first two seasons were good. Then I didn't watch it after that. So. Yeah, I've never seen it. I heard Curse it. of the Devil. <laughs> I, oh, I thought we were Curse talking about that? Breaking Bad again. No, we didn't have it. We no, didn't yeah, have it. I'm, I'm exhausted on that. <laughs> so back to the Curse of the Devil. Um, Curse of the Devil, Paul Nashie. Paul Nashie. <laughs> so, Eric, yeah. why would you never watch a Paul Nashie movie again? Uh, just based on the quality of this one? Because it was uh, kind of boring and, and uh, it, well, I didn't find it. Good or bad enough to be intrigued by, you know, any of it. Uh, I mean, if it was, it, it was way too slow with with not a lot happening, it, and it wasn't atmosphere. It was because they were filling for time, and it was eighty four minutes and felt like two and a half hours. Oh, uh, I wouldn't say that. It felt like it to me. Uh, and, and at the same time, like, there were scenes where it was laughable and, you know, just crazy, you know, bad stuff happened, you know, where, where, you know, it was just so bad that it was good, but it was so few and far between to, to make me, you know... It wasn't consistently... By my count, there were 20 death scenes in that movie. Yeah? Did you count? Really? Yeah, I just counted it up in my head right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. There were 20 people died in that movie, and okay. he's saying it was boring. Uh-huh. <sighs> you just don't understand. And they all that. died, and they all died <laughs> in different ways. Yeah, they all died. Except for the ones that got hung in the beginning. Right. Yeah, they got kicked off the side and hung. Well, and the one got burned. <laughs> one got stayed. burned, but... And yeah, what? Yeah, one got his head smashed with a rock. Pitch one forked. pitchforked. <laughs> side. One got side with one of the sides. Yeah. You with tell... You tell... Another movie where you see that much action. Uh, lady got her throat ripped out. Man got his face ripped off. There was a ton of death scenes in this movie. It's not about the quantity. Yeah. It's about the quality. Well, there was a lot of I want to bring this up. <laughs> because I think the quality of one death scene was my least favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought, spoiler, when the, the werewolf gets killed, that it was very anticlimactic. Oh, oh she, just kinda, she just kind of walked up and stabbed him in the Yeah, but, stuff. I mean, if you, if you go to, and, and it's one of my favorite movies, like uh, The Wolfman, The Wolfman's death in Universal's The Wolfman is not action-packed but, but, either. But that should be 
you know, learning from the past. They should be but, like, oh, that wasn't that but great. But Natchez movies is all a love and homage <clears throat> to... It, well, it makes sense. The, too. you know, universal... It stri- does make sense, though. They could think about it. Just think about it. Just think about it for a second, okay. all right? The, they were in love. The two were in love, right? Right. And the man is still inside the, the wolf. Right. So when she was walking towards him, you could see in his eyes that he the was man fighting. was trying to fight I agree. the no, beast inside. I agree with that. And within with the struggle going on, the she had a chance to get in there and kill him. But there should have been, like, there been, been an actual external struggle. Yeah. As she there was. Approached. You could see it in his eyes. It was all in his eyes. Yeah. But there should have been one moment. Character actor right yeah. there. I that saw it. Just because you guys struggle. missed that. I think, I think no. there should have been more of a moment. Like where where she's like approaching him and like just like you're not sure if she's gonna do it or something like that. that. She That's hesitates. She, she, didn't, she didn't jumps. Hesitate at all. Right. She, she was just like you're, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Well, yeah. she knew she had to take. Him <laughs> I know, out. but she should have been well, crying. First and yeah, foremost, she, crying, she was also crying. yeah. She was super stone faced. Well, you know, she was just like, oh, I have to kill him. Okay. Well, I would be. <laughs> okay. The, cool. the man just killed her Let dad. Me get my anvil killed out. her mom. That's why I was killed her sister. Okay. <laughs> that is another thing about this movie that I disliked. It is like he goes out and he does his random wolf attacks. But then he is also systematically picking off this family. That's true. For like all there's not a lot of people in this. There's not a lot of people in this town. There were twenty deaths, Stephen. Twenty deaths. I know he had already killed everybody else. Who else was left? But if you think about it, they'll break it down. The sister, he turned into a werewolf, and he didn't know when they were having sex, and he kills her. He then, when he turns into the one werewolf, he's walking his girlfriend home, who's the dad. And he's already turning, and he starts chasing her because they show her even going in and him coming toward the door, and then he stops. So he's already there. He's already there, and then he kills the dad. Oh, the only yeah. one he went out of his way for was the mom, which was made no well, sense. It was like he beelined to that house, like I'm gonna fucking kill the mom now, you know? And he made that matrix well, move well, maybe up he the was there looking. Yeah. I think he was there. He was there looking for her, the girl, right? Yeah, he was, he was that's there. why he was there, and then the mom just happened to be there. So. I will agree. Jason just said the best because yeah, when he kills the mom, he does this like leap off the staircase. It's like dead silent too. It's like he's like <laughs> he flies at her. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he just does a Superman <laughs> yeah. flight leap out <laughs> off this balcony. It's, it's pretty a, awesome. I mean, it, yeah, it's like a full on swan dive. Yeah. <laughs> and it's dead silent. Like, like he's not clunky about it. He's just like, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... <clears throat> and he like notices he's going head first and he lands on his feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Well, he righted himself. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a werewolf. Werewolves and cats always <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, that jump but, is probably one of my favorite moments. You mentioned her family, though, we were talking about, like, at the very end where she stabs him. That would have been cool, too, if, like, she wasn't sure for a second and there's, like, a quick flash where she sees some of her family and then she just, like, Fuck it and stabs him or something. Although, did you that like when she she stabs the werewolf? He's like, no! <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, again, like, he doesn't make any noise throughout <laughs> that was the, man. the rest of the movie up until right at that point. It was the man inside. Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Oh, that's exactly what it was supposed to be. Oh, yeah, it was right. like, you know, finally being set free. But it's just funny because, like, he's, right. it's that dead silent moment. You can kind of hear dogs in the background because right. the search party's there and then she just stabs him and it's almost like, that ridiculous moment at the end of Star Wars Episode Three, where he wait and Darth Vader's first words are "No!" It's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't his first words? His <laughs> first words were "Where's Padme?" He hasn't watched that. And then what's he say? And then he says "No!" 
I haven't seen that yet. Huh. You don't even know what we're talking about then. <laughs> You're not going to see it. You're not going to watch it because you hate things. You hate movies. I don't hate movies. You obviously do because if you you didn't like this movie, there's something wrong with you. You hate movies if you don't like Paul Is it? You have no idea what film is. (laughs) I just watched a film today called Torture Garden, and it was fantastic over Paul Natchez. Somehow I doubt that. I probably bet it was Okay, it wasn't fantastic. It was okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Over Paul Nashi, no way. Well, here's a question. You know, you were saying... Torture Garden. Burgess <laughs> Meredith was in it, for Christ's sakes. Curse of the Devil. Curse of the Devil. No, all you have the to say... Penguin. All you have to say in response is... Rocky's coach. Paul Nashi. <laughs> so did Paul Nashi ever do anything other than... Where oh, yeah, there? Paul Nashi's played... Oh, my God, he's played the mommy... He's played Frankenstein, but it's monster. All horror. It's all horror, then, right? Um, the majority of it. I mean, he's done some non-horror stuff, but the majority of the stuff he does is horror. Did he ever do anything in America? Uh, besides <clears throat> Tomb of the Werewolf, as far as I know, no. Tomb of the Werewolf, I think, was the only thing that he did over here. Over here. Um, and then he, like I was telling you before, Eric, when we were talking about Paul Natchi, he teamed up with a Japanese studio for The Beast and the Magic Sword, which is like a mixture of a kung fu samurai movie oh, wow. and the werewolf stuff. Why weren't we watching that? So I it, probably would have done that. <laughs> it, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting. The American one, too, the werewolf. You said that's the one that I probably saw? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. The, with the slave girl living housemaid type thing? Yes. Okay. And then there's one, which is was really... Loving, loving oh, yeah. She was loving. Loving, loving. Loving real good. There's a... Real interesting fact, too, because there's a movie that Paul Natchi says that he made, but there's no record. It was supposed to be another Walter Mordaninsky movie that he supposedly made with a French director, but hmm. there's no record of this movie ever existing. Weird. And, like, the guy who was the director who supposedly made it died in a car crash, even. Whoa. So then the rumor was that the guy could just never paid for the film print. So the film prints is sitting like in a, you know, French lab, basically. So I just think that's interesting because, but when Natchi talks about it, the plot is similar to another movie that he made. So people think that the older he got, he was mixing up the two movies and said, oh, no, I made this movie and that movie never existed. (laughs) Huh. So it's like a little legend there Mm -hmm. for, for Halloween. Or it would be great as if it's actually true and somebody one day finds it because that would be neat to see. And it was earlier, so it wasn't like one of the later in the series. It was earlier in the series, so it would just be neat to see what a French director did and what their take on the whole thing was. Hmm. So his character's name in all these movies is Valdemar Daninsky. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is a Spaniard. Uh, those films were, were shot in Spain and released in Spain. Uh, why is his character's name Voldemar Daninsky? That is not a Spanish name. Sounds kind of Russian. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like a... Polish or something. Yeah, Eastern European almost. Yeah. But I don't think all of them take place in Spain. Or Western Europe. Are supposed to take place in Spain. Spain. You know why? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, I think it, his big thing is, is he why the character's name always stays the same. It's he, the way that he almost described it at one point too was that each movie was basically like a reboot. So each movie had the same character, 
but they were all different, like di parallel, and I mean, none of it really connects. Like none of those movies fully connect if you watch them. None of it connects. I mean, it's there's weird. Weird. movies where his origin story is completely different. So why keep the same name? I think it was just something that he enjoyed doing. Like I think it was he enjoyed taking that Waldemar Daninsky character and just kind of oh, wanted to make it a franchise, almost like a what if. Well, what if he was had, was in this situation? What right. if he's in Japan and in Beast of Magical Sword? What if he fought uh, Mister Hyde and you know Doctor Jekyll like and the Werewolf? It, I mean, it, it, he just threw in like whatever he could. Like, well, what if this happened? Well, I'm just gonna throw the character in this. Yeah, it's kind of like what they do with like Dracula and stuff. You know, it's mm -hmm. like what if he was here in this time period and. Yeah, you know, and I think it's they kind just, of the same thing, really. I think he just took it and did the same thing. I mean, and I think that's a big thing in a lot of European horror films because look at the Tombs of the Blind Dead movies, which is like a series of movies that I really like. Um, you know, there's like Tombs of the Blind Dead and then Return of the Blind Dead and all that, but all those movies are completely different. There are origin stories, and both of them are completely different of how they became the Blind Dead, and then by the one of them, they have them now, all of a sudden, they're on a, a, a ghost galleon and sailing in the sea, and then they're, you know, I think it's just, I think that's just their style, too, over there. I think it's just like, okay, well, it's a series, but they're, they're not connected, you know, just by namesake. That's it. They're all, they're connected by namesake. Well, okay. So I think that's just a style for them. So he's like trying to build that character into a legend, like, yes, like Dracula yes. or something. Yes, right, yeah, okay. And then I mean, because I, I mean, there's tons of them. Like there's that movie Amphipophagus, which is also called The Grim Reaper over here. There's a sequel to that, but it has no connection besides like the name and the actor. But there's no connection. I mean, like there's no rhyme or reason to it. I think it's just something they did. I think it's, it's just like a foreign yeah. thing. And I think they're like, well, we like that character, but let's just do a different story with it. Huh. 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 No, probably not. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Hair. It was like out of a painting. Yeah, so, it was. It was the whole the whole movie. Yeah, he yeah. never moved. So, yeah. so I guess the one question too is, which if you were Waldemar Daninsky, and you had both the sisters throwing themselves at you, who would you have picked? I would go his route and take both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Good answer. He didn't pick. He didn't pick. Well, he kind of did. He had both. He kind of did. Not, oh. No, he took both. He took yeah, both. He took both. He if you want to kill the one, accidentally kill one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, it's because he didn't love her. He stopped himself from killing the other one. He protested for all of forty seconds. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, even I say forty seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he walked into the other room and sat on the bed. And he's like, "Okay, if she follows me in here, I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's meant to be." <laughs> oh, she's naked. Well, I'm doing it. Yeah. I have taken that route many times with women. <laughs> And uh, I'm just sitting in my room alone for <laughs> hours, and I finally come back out, and they're just gone. That's because you turned into a werewolf and killed them, and you don't remember. Oh, yeah. And I had my maid cover up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you know, Eric, how you were saying that it was slow moving, how do, how do you feel about, like, the Hammer films that we were talking about? Because they're, it's, I think they're kind of similar pacing in their pacing and, yeah. and everything. Um, do you enjoy the Hammer stuff? I or? do. There is uh, more happening in those slower scenes. Uh, like I said, uh, this one 
mostly felt like filler. Like, you know, did I really need to see the girl grab the barrel of hay and then take the barrel of hay to the other barn and then pet and individually feed every individual cow in the barn and then slowly walk out of the barn? Like it was padded. And, right. right, yeah. It is just, I mean, have you <clears throat> seen a horror movie? Yeah. They're all like that. They all do no, that. No, they are not. <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> the best of the best, sir. That that's called building suspense. No, it it, it is when done right. And that was done. Right. It is not done right. Then he jumps off the of the bar and kills her. Yeah, done. That that's that's horror. No. That is horror. Although I, I love the Hammer movies and I love the Paul Natchy movies, but I've never seen anybody dive off of a staircase <laughs> like that in right? a Hammer film. Right. That was amazing. Swan diving, just like setting it up and everything. He just didn't care. I mean, he went for it. He wanted to kill that blind old lady. You think, you think hard? Wu, you think Wu Ping was on set? Did he help get that get that done? Yeah. 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 Now I think Natchi just said, "You know what?" They said, "Okay, now it's the scene. You're gonna have to kill this old lady." He's like, "I'm jumping over that motherfucking staircase. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna do it with style." Yeah. They're like, uh, "Paul, that's dangerous. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. It's gonna look good. I'm going face first." Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, I, I can see the, the the hammer, but I think some hammer movies are pacing are slower than what that pacing is. And I think some of the hammer stuff also has a lot of filler, um, especially a lot of the later Dracula stuff that they did with Christopher Lee. Some of that stuff, after a while, you're like, oh, my God, this is just, they're just cramming this in just to make this movie longer. And see, with the Natchi stuff, I don't think that that was their attention. Like, I think that it may come off that way. I think he looked at everything as an art. Like, he thought that be showing that girl feeding the cows was artistic, and it was showing you this look, everyday life girl, and this is what she does. And look, oh, look at this hor- but horrific death. there are death. so many ways he could have shot that. Of course. The way, the way that, that it was, you know, framed, the way it was paced out, edited, and that's that different. would have made it so much better, but be exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, and they just went the wrong route with it. Yeah, and again, though, I don't, I don't think his attention was to, to pace. I mean, a lot of it is probably also just, you know, not getting the certain, you know, set-up shots. Because I think some of it's really good. Like, there's that scene with um, all the villagers, and they're, I don't know if they were cutting out the eyeballs of his victims. I think so, yeah. And there was the scene where it had the guy and he was saying some sort of prayer and they had the fire in front of the camera and then like it was like a shot of the night sky behind yeah, him and like yeah. that was great. It's like wow that looks great. Like for a whole there are you know good aspects to this movie. I'm not gonna deny that. But there are just so much of it that is just kind of amateurish and, and just not well thought out. Uh, that could have been done so much better, and just wasn't. And, and like the like the scene about the the milkmaid or whatever the fuck she was, you mm-hmm. know, like that to me stood out as just unnecessary, just the way that it was done, the mm-hmm. way it was presented. Uh, you know, because I do enjoy a slow paced movie occasionally, <laughs> and somehow if they this. are done well, if they are done well, because it is about building suspension, it is about building yeah. tension, and getting you to that moment. Yeah, and this movie well, did not. Have that. I think there's levels of of how you build suspense in a movie, mm-hmm. and 
there's like you can get to it real fast and quick and violent, or you can get to it nice and slow. Yeah. Everybody gets to know. Get, yeah, you get called, to know that one individual person. Writing and directing and acting. And that's and I like. That's why I like. That's why I like. That's fun. And that is the way it was Differing presented. Differing opinions. In this movie. Yeah. So stop arguing with me. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to stop <laughs> arguing with you. It's a great film. Fine film. Everybody should go see it. See, that's like one of the things that I think I like about European and even English horror films is the pacings of them. Because a lot of them are slow, especially from the 70s and 60s. Um, again, I'll reference that movie, Amphipophagus. Most people hate it. Like, they think it's boring. They think it's... But the pacing of it on that movie builds to the point where you get the payout and i'm not going to ruin the payout because i would love for your listener one person you know the brian (laughs) to to track this movie down and watch it but like the slow pace to get to that moment at the end and when that moment at the end happens by the time it happens you're like what the fuck you know what i mean like what a fucked up moment like you you know Slow pace, slow pace, slow pace, stuff starts happening, and it's, you know, kind of stays uh, same level, and then all of a sudden you get the payout out the end, and you're like, okay, that was awesome, you know. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like Natchy films so much. I do like the pacing, where, again, I can see both sides. I can see where Steve's saying, you know, how, why he likes it and why you you don't like it. I think that's why I do like it. I like that slower pace and... You start the, you know, and some of the stuff with Waldemore is just hysterical. I yeah, mean, that, the yeah. fact that he just, he, he fucks any woman that walks into a room is absolutely hysterical. Well, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of sex in his movies. Oh, yeah. And yeah. well, and there's no rhyme or reason. It's not like he ever builds up any kind of relationship with these women. Right. It's like they see him once and they're madly in love with him yeah. just by him walking in the room. He does have a pretty good chest. Well, you yeah, know, he always showed it off. So. He is a hairy chested Hispanic man. <laughs> and as a hairy chested Hispanic man. <laughs> I know the pain he's going through. <laughs> just naked women come in your house. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, why do I have to deal with all this? You know, I have to have sex for the fifth time today with a completely different woman. Oh, I'm tired. They, and doesn't that make you have a bond with Waldemar Daninsky now? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, maybe you are the Waldemar Daninsky of this time period. <laughs> he's oh. the Waldemar Daninsky of Kettering, Ohio. <laughs> Maybe nobody let uh, nobody let me go hunting, so I don't accidentally kill a gypsy. <laughs> do you have a little <laughs> sex house in the me. woods? I do. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah, it's yeah. the little yeah. shed yeah. out there. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's where he takes the women. <laughs> oh jeez! Uh, so much more creepier though. <laughs> Well, I used to play there as a kid. <laughs> now I play there as an adult. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jason, has your love now for Paul Natchy movies grown? It's 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 been stirred up. <laughs> yeah, stirred up. Yeah. Stirring the pot. It's like I can smell his beautiful hair again. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to hold his hand. <laughs> And it sounds like it's made a fan out of Steve, the Paul Natchy. I, I like the other one that we watched in your horror movie uh, marathon. I don't remember was the name. What was it? Curse Night of the Werewolf. Night of the Werewolf. Night of the Werewolf. Yeah. I like that one, too. This one was Curse I just, of the Devil. I like yeah. the way he Curse sets things up. I like his shots and angles and stuff. Yeah. 
And I think some of it's... from, you know, Eric, he, he, he doesn't like that style, but I, I like it a lot. I and I think it's... I like that style, I just love, would like it to be done a lot. Right. And, and, well, and it's one of those things where um, matching movies, too, a lot of them are different. I mean, there's different levels of... There's the more professional shot ones. There's the ones that you can tell were quickies, where they were literally like, let's get this in the drive-ins in America as fast as we can. You know what I mean? Right. They do that with horror films today. Though. Oh, yeah, exactly. And you could tell probably a lot of it probably had to do with whoever was producing the movie, too. Like, if they wanted it where Natchi wanted his stuff to be artistic and, and, and well thought out, whatever producer probably was like, I don't give a fuck about your artistic stuff. Yeah, exactly. Make me a horror film and get it out there so I can make money. Boobs and blood. Exactly. And you can tell the difference between what ones, I think, where he was heavily involved, where... He kind of called the shots and were like, nope, this is what we're making, compared to ones that I think he just was had some say, but I think Money Men had more of a right. say on what he did. Uh, is this uh, the longest you've ever talked about in your movies? Uh, uh, talk okay. We're keeping Natchy alive. I'm uh, trying to. I'm trying to. I think Eric wants to move on, though. No, I'm fine. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much more I have to say. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's just, yeah, like, like I found myself more often than not bored and just kind of just, you know, not enjoying myself at all, you know? Would you say you hated it or it's just eh? eh. Uh, it's not just eh, I, but I didn't hate it either. Gotcha. Uh, I just didn't like it. You disliked you know? it. I disliked it, yep. Well, hate uh, it it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but, uh, you know, I've also, uh, would never also call this the best movie I've ever seen. Uh, it's, let's put it's it not on even scale. mediocre. Let's it's, put it on the scale. It's mediocre. Let's put it on the scale, 1 to 10. 1 to 10, I'd give it a 3 or 4. That's not too bad. That's not, I mean, that, that's not like, like you said, it's not hating it. It's right, not yeah. like, oh, that fucking worst thing I've ever seen, you know. Can we go around and do this, the scale? Can we, Jason, Jason, yeah. Jason, 1 to 10. 1 to 10, I'd probably go... I'd go 6. 6. Well, above average. Yeah. I'd go 8. I'd go 7. Mm. It's it's not one of my favorite Natchy movies, but it's not one of my least favorite. Mm -hmm. But see, I haven't seen a lot of Natchy movies, so there might be more, some that I like a lot better than that one, but I, I absolutely enjoyed it. Well, keep it on topic of werewolf, you know, what is everyone's favorite werewolf movie? Like, I believe I already said mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Torture Garden or whatever? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf! Uh, so, I mean, honestly, is that your honest no, favorite? My, my, honest, my honest favorite is American Werewolf in London. That's respectable. Yeah. I love the werewolf transformation in that, and I always think that that end scene, even as a kid, that always sticks in my mind is when he's the full-fledged werewolf. Oh, my God, yeah. And he's walking down the street, and he's making that weird-ass oh, yeah. freaking noise. And people are running and stuff. That werewolf is the scariest werewolf out of any horror film or any werewolf horror film ever. Well, and it's just a great, it's a great effects movie. Like that whole movie with uh, his friend decaying before his eyes and oh, great, yeah. I mean, all that stuff and the, the, his the dream sequence with the Nazis. Yep, yeah. I mean, all that stuff is great, and and I mean that just shows you that the practical effects of Rick Baker. Is better than any CGI effects oh, that they can do. Oh, <laughs> have you uh, 
ever seen American Werewolf in Paris. Oh yep. yeah, of course. It's fucking trash. Yeah, well, it's amazing. Again, they, they could have made us. They could have made a solid werewolf movie <laughs> out of that. It should have never been a considered a sequel, and they should have never put like the name to make it a sequel. If they would have used practical effects in that movie, it would have been all right. Like you would have watched it and been like, oh, "That wasn't terrible. It wasn't great." But the moment that those PlayStation 1 graphic werewolves show up, you're like, what in the world? Like, even for the standards of that time, it looked like shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, like, it had a good plot. The plot was good. It, yeah. It worked. It just, the fuck, the graphic. The, the gra- the, the, yeah, the, the special effects automatically took the fun right out of that movie. Yeah. Like, by the time the werewolves come, you were like, the first shot of it, you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? You know what I mean? Like... This thing, and they're hairless almost. They, really, I mean, it's like, what is this? <laughs> it's so it's bad. It's bad. What about yours, Jason? Uh, mine's actually uh, is probably a sequel instead of an original. It's Wonderful Hollywood Part Two. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I have, to, I have to give you a clap. I have to give you a clap. <laughs> it probably is my favorite. I've I've seen it more. <laughs> like if I added up every werewolf movie I've ever seen, other than that one, I've seen Wonderful Hollywood Part Two more. Then there's a it's all, all right. combined. What's your favorite not made by anyone in this room? <laughs> oh. That's a tough one. No, say what's your favorite actual werewolf movie? It's <laughs> a tough one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a definitive. I just I like when I was a kid. I loved werewolves. I got a book from the library, the one you own, I think. Oh, yeah. And I used to get it all the time, and I used to watch Teen Wolf, and I used to watch the TV show Werewolf, but I never had like. One werewolf thing that I loved the most. So I don't know, man. Yours is just in general. I just like you just werewolf stuff. Because yeah. you're like me. Because growing up, that was my thing too. Yeah. Was werewolves. I had the action figure. I mean, like I fucking loved werewolves when I was a kid. It was like werewolf and Frankenstein's monster. But like I loved werewolves more. Like you know, watched all that stuff. But the Frankenstein stuff always was there too. Right. Well, Steven? Um. My, I, it's toss up between American Curse of, and Curse of the Devil, Curse of the Curse of the Devil, <laughs> American Warrior from London, and uh, the Howling. I've never seen the Howling. The Howling's great. I've also the, never seen that. The Howling. Oh really? The werewolves and the Howling are absolutely horrifying too. Not as I, they're almost on par with the one in American Warrior from London. They're very well done. They're I mean, very they're, very well done. That's yeah, one I mean. that uh, next year, if you have us back on for the Halloween thing, that's what we should watch. If you guys have never seen the that, Howling. that, yeah, would, that would be great. Howling. That is a great film. But um, and you know, Wolf Hunter. So I got I got four I got a four way throw <laughs> up there. I got Curse of the Devil, American Warrior from London. If you mentioned Matt Hawkins' name again. I will throw. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mention his name. I said Wolf Hunter. Wolf Hunter. That's the same. It's the same thing. <laughs> Directed by Matt. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely between American Werewolf in London and Howling for me for sure. I also like the the Underworld movies, but I don't know. If Those are fine. Or, I mean, I've never seen them. They're more actiony, but I mean, they're yeah. they they got horror elements. I mean, they're I mean with vampires and werewolves, they're horror. Yeah, so, I'm they're a I'm an effect horror. guy. I like effects. And I don't, and I'm not big on CGI, but when it's done well. Well, exactly. There's a prime example of CGI werewolves that are done right. Yeah. You know, they're they're not like, oh my god, this is groundbreaking and amazing, but they look they believable. Fit. So yeah. you're like, okay, I can kind of get into that. Yeah. American War from Paris, not so much. <laughs> well, depends on who you ask. So, so Mr. Brown. So Matt, yeah. Mine. 
Um, what we were going to ask you? We were going to ask you. It's. It, I mean, mine is the Wolfman, nineteen forty one, just because I grew up watching it, and it's one of those. I mean. Steven works with me, and he sees when the box sets come in, how many times do I put that stupid-ass movie on, like, all the time. Like, yeah. that's one I watch multiple times. Um, but I I would say also The Howling. I'm with him on that. Of course, American Werewolf in London. And then another one of my favorites, it's a Hammer movie, and it's slow-paced, but I always liked Curse of the Werewolf. I've never seen that one. Is that the one with Oliver Reed? Or? Yeah, I've I've always liked it. Oh yeah, that is a good one. And then it's you a know, good book in Werewolf. I've never actually seen the movie though. It's very like very slow paced. Like that's the one thing about that. And if you're expecting a full fledged werewolf movie, you're not going to get it because the werewolf's appearances aren't they're few and far. Let me put it that way. But it's just I don't know. I like the character that Oliver Reed plays, and I like you know. I felt sorry by the end of it. You know, I'm feeling sorry for the character. And it's, I mean, I've, I've always liked it. That's another thing I think that bothered me about this movie, uh, Curse of the Devil, was that uh, in, like, most werewolf movies, you are supposed to feel really sympathetic towards the the, the, the main character because he is a victim. Yeah. You know, that turns into this monster killer. Yeah. I did not, for anything, feel any kind of sympathy for Valdemar Dineski. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't think, especially in that movie, he doesn't allow you to really feel sorry for him. Um, like, I think Lon Chaney was the guy who really, you know, right. first actual main werewolf, because, you know, the original werewolf in London was made before the Wolfman. But, like, Lon Chaney, like, you actually felt sorry for He's him. He's got that face, though. Well, exactly, but He's again... Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and yeah. he knew how he just to looks pathetic. Well, and he knew how to make his face look like sad when he was like supposed to be panicked and when he was supposed to be scared or whatever. So, and, and, you know, with the Nachi, he doesn't ever. He always tries to come off as a badass. Yeah, like he's just suave. He's just yeah. It's like he reminds you of the guy that would be like trying to sell you like a travel package. You know what I mean? <laughs> But it was like, you don't want the travel package, but he's so suave that you're like, fine, I'll buy the travel package, you know? That's what he reminds me of. Because it's and like. That's why you like him. That's yeah. why I liked him. Because it's like, look at this guy. Yeah, because it'd be Look like, how beautiful he is. Do, do you want to go to Greece? And you'd be like, no, I don't want to go to Greece. You don't want to go to Greece. You want to go to Greece, right? And you're like, yeah, I guess I want to go to Greece. You know? That's the kind of guy that he looks like throughout it. Yeah, that's, Interesting. that's another reason I like. Don't you? I mean, don't you get that vibe from him? I mean, he's very like, this is this, and I the yeah, women love me. Right. And, yeah. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't seem like he's ever disturbed. Or... Nope. Look at all my land that I own. Right, you know right. what I mean? I have, you know, I have this giant mansion, and I also have my love shack in the woods. You know what I mean? Like, there's like nothing, like nothing really is not going his way, besides the fact that he's a werewolf, and he doesn't even really figure that out until the end. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is it? You know, he's he's got like multiple women lining up. He's got a giant castle. He's got a maid. He's got a a chauffeur. His love shack. He's got his love shack. He gets that's why I love him. He gets rent from people that live in the woods because I mean it's like he has it all. Amazing. He Waldemar has it all. It's true. I think that's why you don't feel sorry for him. Because again, but he still love him. 
Oh yeah, of course. But it's like, especially in that I movie, feel there's sorry for him. there's other movies that you know he does a better job of making you care about the character and not wanting to seem, you know, suffer and all that. But in that one particularly, you can tell that it's, I don't know, he just doesn't make you feel sorry for him because the fact I think that he just doesn't even find out that he's a werewolf until the end. So like most of the time, he's just kind of happy-go-lucky and suave. I mean, like, literally, that's almost through the whole movie, he's just suave. Right. I mean, that's what he is. That's what we all are. Yeah. Eric the most. Mm-hmm. But Well, yeah, remember? He's got the love shack. Him the love shack. Yeah. He's the Paul Nagy of Kettering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why Eric's the most. <laughs> and he's got gutter trash here, so... Mm-hmm. Which he's the king him... of the mountain. He is the king. He's on top. He's on top. I'm the podcasting king of Daynard. <laughs> you probably are. You have multiple shows going. You are the podcast. <laughs> maybe the Miami Valley. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. We could almost go as far to say as Montgomery County. Oh, I'd go County. <laughs> not, not the state, probably. I bet Columbus and Toledo. Probably. But do yeah, they have multiple podcasts? I don't know. Eric has three going. I mean, there, there could be other places that... In Ohio, that uh, there's somebody with multiple podcasts. I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts. But <laughs> what? just make them. <laughs> Who would? Who would? But I can, mean, you've heard the quality of this. This is terrible. Yeah. Could Eric be the king of media, though? No. Because he does He does a blog. He does podcasts. He does, you know, art. He does OK Panic. So does Jason. He does all this as well. Hmm. But Jason's not as consistent. That's true. No, he's he's consistent. He doesn't I mean, have not, three podcasts though. That's true. I do have two more podcasts than Jason does. King of Media. But <laughs> but there you go. Done. He act. You act no, in a but, show. But but that's right. He does. Well, Jason has also been on that show. But you're a main character. You have a name. You're a named character. Uh, I'm a named character, <laughs> and you're on the website. I've only appeared three times. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, from the other two podcasts, whenever we've needed a guest, it's Jason Young. That's right. So he has been on all three of the podcasts. But they're not. <laughs> but they're not his. I made them my own. He is, <laughs> he is the unofficial member of all of those podcasts. He gets mentioned in almost every episode of all of those podcasts. Now, normally, it's because we're making fun of that he's unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's that's, that's, that's a good topic. That's a good topic. <laughs> Often people like make fun of mean. the things that they're jealous of. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deny it. <laughs> but he has an art blog that he maybe should update more than he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jason. He's got his eBay accounts, which he is selling he's most got... of his uh, But wait a minute. <laughs> e- eBay account do- doesn't count as King of Media? <laughs> he has his Etsy store, no. in which he is selling his artwork. Uh, he is published twice a month in Telephone Magazine. Ooh, he's got, oh, he's got to, yeah, that's a good one. He's got you there. The he, print is dead. We heard from Egon Spengler. That's true. <laughs> in 1989. It was before that. He's on OK <laughs> I think Jason is the Dayton king of all media. It's I, true. It's true. I don't know. I think he needs to be buried next to the king of the gypsies in Woodland Cemetery. <laughs> you know, I actually do have a, I do have a spot in Woodland Cemetery that's already It might mine. be right next to the king of gypsies. It's not. Oh, you're not by the, by the uh, king? Ah, no. I'm in the, I'm in the drawers inside the building. 
You what about him? Johnny Morehouse? Are you by him? I don't know who that. The is. boy and his dog. Oh no, I'm closer. I'm close to him. Ah, see, he's, he's right outside the building. <laughs> I'm in the building. Johnny Morehouse. You can't put dogs in. You can't bring dogs in the building. <laughs> it's, a, it's a health hazard code. Health hazard code. <laughs> health hazard code. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right. That's the saddest gravestone there. Oh, absolutely. It is, but but dude, I don't know if it's true, but. This website showed it, and I don't know if it's still that way, but apparently some idiot college frat boys cut the head off the dog statue. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So that oh, supposedly wow. the head's gone on the dog? Last time I was there, it was still there. But Maybe I mean, they found it. Months ago. Did they know. do that recently? Yeah, I don't know. It was a website. Like I said, I, I, I was writing for my blog, um, and uh, one of the places I'm going to be doing stuff is at Woodland Cemetery, so I did a bunch of research on like the ghosts and legends and the site that it had it they even showed like the picture of the dog and the head was missing and oh, man. all right all let's that. pack it up we're going to the woodland cemetery <laughs> we're gonna check it out make sure the head's still there yeah because i like i even like when julie got home i was like you know some idiots cut the head off the dog statue i'm like first and foremost like okay i get it it's a urban legend and a spooky story but that's some like five-year-old kid's grave right, right. like I don't care like how long ago he died. Right. That's how fucking retarded do you have to be right. to disrespect a five-year-old kid's grave? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, I know how retarded to go to UD. That's how. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, I had, a, I had well, my friends went to UD. My brother went to UD. Yeah, but that doesn't mean all of them. But you know, it was probably some idiot drunk right. frat boy. Oh, absolutely, yeah. probably, absolutely. Probably someone from out of state. Yeah, who does? Who thought it was funny? Yeah, and, oh, whatever, you know. You know that's actually why I'm like my dad. This is why we should close the borders, <laughs> Ohio. The UD, the UD borders, <laughs> the borders of Dayton. That's actually, that's actually why my dad. Build the wall. <laughs> my, my my dad bought us all uh, spots inside the mausoleum because he said he didn't want the UD kids walking over our graves. That's what he said. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I like don't. Yeah. I've never met him. I, like him. <laughs> I don't say I blame him. I mean, because you do see a lot of non. I mean, I, I understand it's a beautiful place to walk through and it's right, so peaceful. Right. But you know, there's paths and stuff. You know, don't be just right, screwing right. around and sitting on somebody's gravestone. And you know what I mean, like eating a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that I mean. Sounds like you did this from experience. <laughs> You yeah. can go sit around Gravestones eating pickles? pickles? No, no, Woodland. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sacred ground. I've, uh, I've only been to Woodland once, and uh, the time that I went, uh, like, it was just after, like, an ice storm. And so, like, you know, and it's it's a hilly kind of subject. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, and uh, my girlfriend and I were just sort of driving around uh, in there, and uh, we were getting out and looking at, you know, gravestones and whatever. And just my car kept sliding <laughs> through the hills, oh, and man. it was kind of treacherous. Yeah, it's, uh, that'd be dangerous. But we uh, we did uh, like it was melting, but there was still just patches in. Mm -hmm. uh, we did get out at the the dog, uh, you know, uh, gravestone, and uh, the dog was warm. Yeah, that, that's one of the legends. That's, that's the legend of it. And, yeah, uh, it was cold days. It'll it was, be warm. Yeah, yeah, weird. And you can supposedly another one is is if you put your hand over its uh, nose. You're supposed to be able to feel like breath, right, like yeah. where it's breathing on you. That's awesome. <laughs> and at night, they they say that if you wait around there, you can hear a dog barking, like in the cemetery. So it's not like it's you Outside, know, right. yeah, you hear it in the cemetery barking. 
I don't know. Interesting. I live by there. I live by there. Maybe one night I should just <laughs> go there and just like wait. Yeah. <laughs> Bring some snossages. Just it is. It's, it's that season. Just to snag it's the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a snag gun. Yeah. I wonder how hard it would be to stay in Woodland though, because I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure they probably. I'm sure they have a night guard. Right? I'm sure they would I mean, have I've, to. I've been there during the night before, um, like probably during high school years, eating just walking pickles, around eating pickles. Pickles. <laughs> um, <laughs> <and they're> like, <laughs> pickles. <laughs> me and a couple of my friends just walk around there or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, didn't, I never saw a night shift guard, but I would imagine by now they probably they would, would have to. But with all the, the legends and. Just the folklore and just and UDB right exactly right. And, and a lot of people you know especially around this time of the year like mm-hmm. Stephen was saying like people's obsession with like the haunted Ohio stuff hits a peak where every Carpenter's Road everything around here <laughs> that remotely has a ghost story is just flocked to and at nighttime too oh right, god right. yeah oh god yeah yeah absolutely. Well, uh, people are yelling. People are, are shaking their heads, trying to stay awake. Stay awake. Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> Didn't he just nap like all day and then just? I, did. I took <laughs> it. Took a half an hour nap. That's it. In addition to getting up at like at eleven when Jack I called got, you, I got up at eight forty-five. He got up at eleven. Jack called him at eleven. Right. He then fell back asleep by eleven thirty. You guys. And then he got up about five o'clock. <laughs> no, no. The life of an unborn. I swear I was probably lazier when I had a job than I am now. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun to pretend that all you do is sleep all day. Though. It really is. Yeah. But uh, he was here at noon, and I wasn't, but he was. Yes, was he? And uh, and then you know we did a four or five hour podcast. Yeah. And then he went home and he slept until yeah. you guys came. Out. Yeah, a four and five. Oh, a it was about five. three. It was about three. Hours. It was about three. Jeez, what yeah. was you guys talking about? Breaking Bad. Oh right, yeah, sorry. Uh, you, we went over this earlier. <laughs> I I lose track of what we're. Talking there was about. a smoke break in, in between there, so uh, at least one. Probably. Yeah, just one. Yeah. yeah, I know there was no lunch break. <laughs> no, no, there was not. You mm-hmm. son of a. P- I know. <laughs> he won't feed me. <laughs> I can't afford this. <laughs> I believe somebody asked you to go to lunch with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But. He just knew we would talk about Natchy the whole time. So he wanted to save the Natchy talk (laughs) for this moment. (laughs) Well, I think uh, it's a good time to wrap this up. Yeah. So, uh. What? This is the end. This is this is the this end. end. Getting quick Halloween plans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah let's tell. Let's okay, say what everyone's doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, this is uh, the second Halloween show we've done so far. So uh, Jason and I have already pretty much discussed all of our plans, which is mostly nothing. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna carve a jack o' lantern. I'm gonna. Yeah, hide. That's I always do. I'm gonna hide. No uh, carving of a jack o' lantern. No. It's dirty. You don't dirty like to be. You don't like to do Halloween things? No, not really. Okay. He likes to watch the horror movies. I like he just, to watch he, horror movies. You just dress up in a costume in your house and just sit, and, sit on your couch and like... If by <laughs> costume you mean underwear, yes. <laughs> yeah! That's his Paul Natchy look. That's the Paul Natchy look. <laughs> <laughs> he has a shirt, he has a button-up shirt that's halfway yeah. open and he's like... Ah. He's got a wolf skull, he bites one of his nipples yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> the women are going to be flocking in any moment. But that's just Tuesday. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even October. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, I, I don't uh, do anything for Halloween, so. Except watch horror movies and do podcasts about them. What are you doing, Jason? For Halloween. Jack Lantern. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. under the jacket. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you said that already. But what about you guys? Um, let's see. I'll be doing Horrorama on October 25th, which is the charity event. We've talked about it every year I've been here. What are you uh, What are you showing this year? Uh, the Mummy from Hammer, um, Night of Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day on of October the Dead. 25th? On October 25th. That's bad timing, because, uh, you know, uh, October 24th, Rift Tracks is having their Night of the Living Dead show, and uh, I'm going to that, so I, I can't watch that movie twice in, in two days. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can, because I did it last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, other than that, um, we'll be I'll be shooting some Baron Von Porkchop episodes. Um, Terrifying Tales of the Macabre. Terrifying Tales of the Macabre. That's your television program. Yeah, my whole, that show you were talking about. That, that you show, were I'm on it uh, very rarely, <laughs> but I am on it. He's a he's a scene stealer when he's on. He's I got guess. that natchy look, you know. What I, mean? I, uh, I don't think you and I have been on a podcast together since this happened. But uh, there was one. Uh, I was house sitting for my parents, and uh, I was just flipping through channels. It was like three in the morning, something like that. And all of a sudden, I'm on TV. <laughs> <laughs> How's that feel? How did you feel? How did you feel? It felt weird. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's me. <laughs> and so I'm watching it, and it's uh, it's an episode of uh, Terrifying Tales of the Cobb. And, uh, and like, like I'm not in any of the scenes. Uh, I think the movie was uh, the, the Undertaker and His Friends, something like that. Well, that's the... Uh, Undertaker and His Pals. Yeah. The, the Chili Cook-Off. The Chili cook <laughs> And so, like, everything is, you know, the Baron and all the other side characters, but in almost every single one of those scenes, I am in the background. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole scene where I talked to you in that one. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, the Baron talks to you. Whoever that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know that one guy. Uh, it is getting late, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting on time. <laughs> I didn't sleep well last night. Um, and then the other thing I'm doing is uh, I do my uh, blog, Rotten Ink, and then I'm doing a special Halloween, much like you guys are doing. I'm doing three updates this month with the We're first five. I know, I know. We win. You just got to try to outdo me on everything. Uh-huh. And we don't really have to try. No, yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, because you know, I kind of feel that Eric sometimes is my arch nemesis. Right, right. Oh, he's you the same thing about you. Yeah, it's John Vaughn. Him, him and Pete Bell. <laughs> Wait a minute, I thought Pete Bell's was Joe G's. Joe G and I share Pete Bell as an artist. No, you guys share Pete Bell. It's kind of like how, uh, uh, it's kind of like how, man, never mind. <laughs> You're tired too, right? Yeah, I'm going to sleep. But, uh, I'm going to be doing three updates. Um, the first one I covered Dell Comics covering Universal. Um, the next one will be Leatherface, the comic adaptation from North Star. And then the last one is I'm doing the Hammer film adaptations, which uh, is cool enough that uh, Mr. Eric Schonborn is writing a special one for me. And uh, Kurt Dins is doing the art for it. You can only hope. Well, as far as we know, he's in the works of making it. As far as I know, he is slaving away since this past week. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
So in in theory, he's making it. But in theory, this will happen. Yes. And then uh, I'll probably do my normal things. I I do. I'm one of those people that do go to like the haunted roads and stuff like that during this month. So I'm yeah. sure I'll be doing stuff like that. Yeah, I'm. I might go to a couple haunted houses. I haven't done that in years. I haven't been on a like a you know like a you know you pay to go in. Right, yeah. yeah, that kind of haunted house, not like a. Oh, this house is on. It's going right, to be like yeah. Nightmare on Valley Street. Yeah. And, and well, Butcher Nightmare House. That's not actually like called that. that anymore. It's called awesome Hayride. Yeah, Haunted Hayride. Yeah, they have a zombie one now that you like, they're mounted paintball guns and you shoot zombies with paintball guns. Well, well that's kind of That kind of sounds really fun. So <laughs> I can, can, we, can we do that as a group? Like everyone in this room? That would be yeah. awesome. I will pass, but thank you. What? what? Come on! Leave this house. We shoot zombies with paint guns. <laughs> Gee, we'll try to bring one of them over. All right. Yeah. Okay. What if one looked like Pete? <laughs> I, I don't think that. <laughs> then I'll actually be spending actual Halloween in Germany. So Stuttgart, wow. Germany. Really? What's going on there? The World Beard and Mustache Championships. Hmm. On Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Taking. Halloween? Germany. They do, yeah. Okay. They're not they're not as big on it as we are here in America, but that's why they scheduled a beard and mustache competition. <laughs> well it's not that's not the day it is. It's not on Halloween. But it's actually in November or no. Yeah, it's in November, but you're going over here. Taking the Gym really City Gentleman of the Gilded Beard there. Yeah. Trying to bring back some gold from worlds. Now you guys do the, the beard competition usually here in November. Yeah, yeah. Are you doing that this year again? We're not doing that this year now because next year we're supposed to be doing the national. It's supposed to be like a big national one. It, we're helping with it. Right. All the clubs on the East Coast and, our, and some from the West Coast are getting together and going to make a big, huge national one. Probably it's looking like we're gonna do it in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Is where they're gonna have it. So and we're uh, just helping. Are these all charitable events? Uh, absolutely, as well? yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we, nothing we do is not for charity. So. Yeah, we. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be definitely. We haven't picked the charity yet, but because it's, it's still a long ways off. But I, I can think of a good charity. No, not no. Not you, Jason. <laughs> we're not gonna give you money, buddy. Why not? <laughs> Sorry. It's for I mean, you cost. have a nice beard. Your beard is oh. nice. <laughs> but why? Why would you not? He's got a cat. And a dog to feed. That's right. And a doogie. And a doogie. And no income. And no income. Yeah. That's pretty selfish on the Gym City Gentleman's part. Yeah. I'm going to shave my beard tonight. If you, <laughs> if you, don't, if you don't promise. <laughs> maybe we, maybe we'll get some splashback. I might even so. shave yours. And, and, he gets, and this man donates artwork every year to your events, uh, yeah. and this is how you're going to repay him? Yeah. He's doing it for a good cause. That's true. Yeah, I good had, cause had, to help him feed his dog in a doogie. Good cause to help himself. <laughs> I, had like, a, I had a good piece of artwork in mind for you, and I mentioned like months ago, I was like, hey, Stephen, I got a good piece of art in mind for this year's beard art auction. And you're like, ah, we're not doing one. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, you can save it for next year. Yeah, well, I haven't done it. I was well, now you can just draw it and put it on your Etsy store. That's true. And I'll buy it. I'll just buy it from there. <laughs> okay. That way we can All right. get that is for a good cause. Yeah. Then it would be for you, see? Yeah, okay. <laughs> then he gets we, money. I'm glad we worked that out. <laughs> <laughs> we got a set plan, though. So. so the one you go to in Germany, is that also a charitable event as well? Or, no, uh, the ones there, because they, they've started it all. Because like, they're selfish. They are a little selfish. They're, they're elitist. Germans. If you, if you, if you can, if, if you can wrap your head around this, yeah, Germans. If you can wrap your heads around this, they are elitist beard and mustache people. 
wrap your head around that for a second. <laughs> they they they're very they're very strict on the rules, and mm. it's it's going to be interesting because huh. like we're real loose about rules and stuff. Like we're not. It's not a it's huge yeah, yeah, it's fun. It should be. Yeah, we have fun. women. I mean, we have girls. You know, this. You know, I mean, if you're a beard and, perfect, it should be about fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, Absolutely. I mean, exactly. I I, I think it, no matter what you do, when you make it too strict, you take the fun out of anything. Yeah. And I mean. Uh, uh, beards and mustaches aren't going to change the world, you know. Well, but... that's not our goal. Is they will change? Yeah, the world. yeah. <laughs> but you can go ahead and say. I'm with Stephen on this one because they're, <laughs> they're raising money. Yeah, they're doing. Well, no, I'm saying as far as right. it's for fun. Though you, they're doing a charity right, event for right, fun right. to yeah. raise money to right. save. If 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 Stephen's mustache is crooked in one spot. Who fucking cares? He's there the to Germans, have fun. The Germans care. <laughs> well, exactly. That's that's why I'm saying like it's that's be fun, that's silly that they're and it's that not, weird. That's not about the it. only reason we're going. It's we're going for Europe. Right. I mean, well, we're, yeah, we're gonna we're we're going to Scotland first, and then we're go, we're flying down to Germany. That's so, great. Yeah, we're gonna be like in Scotland for a week and Germany for a week. So that's the main reason we're going. But well, sure, well sure. mustache championships is a good excuse, but right. So okay, so what came first, the trip to Europe or the competition what do you mean like like did you want decide that you wanted just to go to europe no and we had decided. found out about the competition no, no. okay oh no 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 the, the competition we had already known that was going to happen all right and this so then year. you just decided to yeah and then once once okay. you know our maurice the one of the co-founders he was like after the competition last year he was like i can't do another one because they're so strenuous and there's so much stuff that goes on to me. He basically goes crazy trying to figure them out. He's like, I'm not doing one here this year. So, World Beer Must Have Championships are happening. Yeah. We need to book Take a flights now so we can get them cheap. And well, yeah, and you guys got a great in, deal yeah, yeah. on tickets, so oh, a round yeah. trip. I mean, they got it's it like for a steal. $185 round trip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they got it for a fucking uh, I was telling him, I was like, Is it too late for you guys to book me one too? <laughs> yeah, well, like, just... That was back in February. So. <laughs> Man, I mean, we booked our flights. I've mentioned I don't uh, leave my house, but uh, the last time I tried to even think about going somewhere, like I thought about maybe going to New York for a vacation and it was gonna be like five hundred dollars for a plane ticket, you know, for to New York. Trip. To New York. That's ridiculous. And you're going to fucking Europe. Yeah. For hundred and eighty five dollars. Round trip. Round trip, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. But you should, you should say right? that I couldn't say no. You should say that there there was frequent flyer miles involved. Oh yeah, in absolutely. Yeah, there was, there was definitely. Yeah, my you know Maurice had he had some miles built up, and his mom had miles built up. But, right. And and we're going with six people, right. so it all broke up to be right. that cheap. Right. So it's yeah, it's not just me and you know. A couple of people. It's <laughs> actually a group of people. So okay. that's what makes it cheap. But yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing that for Halloween. Be, that should be super fun. Oh, I hope it's gonna be fun. I hope it doesn't suck. That will suck. You hope things don't get hairy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy. You're a funny guy. Well, yeah. Anyways, he's the comedy. He is he's the, the, he's the comedian. He's the comedian <laughs> of the programs. <laughs> Yeah, Sean Moore's the straight guy. Sean Moore's the straight man. He's the comedian. Yep. That is our chosen role. It's <laughs> Abbott and Costello. That's too bad. That's, That's too bad. At the, the, before the very first episode, we've got a trash. We flipped a coin. Who yeah. gets to be the comedy relief? <laughs> and he won. Were you upset that he won? I was a little upset, but I've, I've, I've grown he's, into it he's now. He's moved on. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, any time that I can hear just awesome puns or wordplay, you know, it He's just the master cheers it. me up. I do not get upset whatsoever <laughs> at any of them. Uh, he's lying. Yeah. I, it, sounds like, it sounds like he's lying. That <laughs> <laughs> sounded very sarcastic. <laughs> oh. All right. It was excellent being on the show, though. Thank yeah. you for being on the Second show. Time. Thank you for not leaving in the middle of it. Yeah. I was thinking about leaving. That's I right, you did during times. the number 200. You took off. Uh, yeah, well, you were there like 15 minutes, and you just... You, you I had left. better things to do. Well, yeah. you, you, we all did. You missed it. Did you? Yeah. You missed it when you, you started uh, putting down Natchy. He started to stand up, and I had to pull it back <laughs> down. As soon as you said, I didn't like Curse of the Heavens, he's like, yeah, fuck. Was, and he yeah, started getting yeah. up. I saw him ready. stand up multiple times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're getting me going, all right? Getting me going. No, it was a good time. So what, uh... Before we cut out of here, what's uh next week's ep- or next week's episode about? Uh, I mean, we've already discussed this on our previous episode. But see, we don't know, so <sighs> I don't. I don't actually, I don't you remember. remember enough. <laughs> 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 I really don't. The comedy relief is better. <laughs> he's, he's laughing. He's laughing. It's true. Jason does not remember from week to week yeah. anything that we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, unless like, he's picked it. <laughs> yeah, if I pick it, I know. But like, I always show up when we're doing a movie that he picked. I'm like, I have no idea. For watching a comedy, like he he told me last week what it was. But I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> never, never remember. Uh, so are you talking regular show or, or Halloween, Halloween special? Halloween special. Ooh, Halloween. Our next Halloween special is going to be Spider Baby with Spider uh, Baby. Joe Grunewald as our guest. Nice. Yeah, we ran into Joe, and, and Joe was saying that I didn't realize it was ne- that was next week's, but he said that he would be joining you guys for Spider Baby. Yeah. And I told him that it was uh, that he. I think you'll enjoy it. That's was it yesterday when you saw Joe? I believe it was. Because I, I saw Joe yesterday too. Yep. So I'm walking in the back. I never see Joe. Yep. <laughs> and then he walked in. There well, you'll see Joe yep. next week. I'm excited about that. Yeah. He's Joe. Yeah. Everyone loves Joe. Joe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's Spider Baby about? I'm just curious. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? Okay. It's uh, I know it this, has uh, lady Lon Cheney Jr. and uh, Sid Hag in it. And lady gives birth to a arachnid boy, a little baby boy. <laughs> Is that, is that real? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it's actually about the adventures of Peter Parker as a baby. Oh, yeah. that would be great. Spider Baby. Spider Baby. Spider Baby. <laughs> Does anything a baby can. Sucks his thumb. Sucks his thumb, poops his bed. All right, that sounds pretty good out here. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for yeah. being on the show. Thanks, Thanks for having us. You. Thank you. We love Halloween. Happy we Halloween. love gutter we love trash. If you, if you, <laughs> who doesn't? If you want me on again? Just let me know. You probably don't, but no, that's okay. Yeah. If you ever want, if you ever want me on to argue with you uh-huh. because that seems like this is what's going to happen every time. <laughs> One of these days, you and I are going to find a movie we both enjoy. That's not going to happen. All right. Yeah, you're either going to hate. See, they're arguing about. He me. loves Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, it's the mo- it's the world's most perfectly written movie. Oh wow. Okay. Mm. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> oh, shit. They're gonna argue about a movie they both love. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that next time I'm on. All right, <laughs> All right guys. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Say
Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.